Welcome in to the Soren Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Brayden. And as always, I am joined by that pineapple in the Northwest, Alan Pena. Alan, how you doing today, buddy? Uh, pretty good. Actually, I can't complain. It's been it's been a good week and just, just now, I don't know, like now that we've been, what, it's been two weeks already since the new year, so I can't complain much right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, man. That's good. Yeah. Can't believe it. It's already two mid-January at this point. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. Very yeah, crazy. Very crazy. All right. Well, what, you know, as we are recording here today, guys, we're going to be having some fun here. Um, we're going to be revisiting the some of uh, the leaks we might have been neglecting recently isn't that right <laughs> yeah awesome but first off guys we got some major news that happened a few days ago and that is carlos correa is now officially back with the twins pending a physical of course uh it seems like the the carlos correa saga has finally come to a close yes <laughs> For now, I would say for now. Yeah, that obviously, you know, that pending physical will make things uh, very interesting for whatever team decides or with yeah. the Twins. I would assume the Twins don't have a problem with it, though, as they are the ones that signed Carlos Correa and originally before the whole opt-out of his contract came into being. I will imagine that his current contract doesn't have as many op- or any opt-out option, though I have not really looked at it yet. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But either way, I would say this. Uh, hopefully, he does pass because that's what I wish. I want to make we, – we all want to make sure all players, especially the top notch, are healthy. And hopefully, this does work. And, and, and look, this is a great opportunity for even the Twins because, like, the AL Central – it's actually wide open. Other than the Guardians, so I think they're still going to keep it going. But you could compete in the AL Central. So I think keeping Carlos Correa, it's actually a, a pretty good. It's pretty good that they're they're going to have him still have his services and and just build around that. There's still some talent there in the Twins organization. Yeah, there is, and I think, that, like I said, on the Carlos Correa signing there, obviously it's a big deal. But I think it's more important that they were able to work a deal out that was good enough for both players, both players, team. Everyone that was needed there was able to get that signed and taken care of. And I think that was the key. Yeah, I definitely agree. Well, all right. Well, Alan, it's been a crazy year of sports already. NBA is already in motion uh, all-star game there is coming up uh nhl all-star games coming up but uh today we're going to be kind of talking about some of the surprises in the nhl it seems yeah there have been quite a few there have been <laughs> yeah and i think to me one of them and i'm not saying it because i'm a fan of that team and it's actually the kinks in la they've been playing They've been playing pretty well, especially uh, I can't. I, I just saw him the other day. Um, this new player they got from Minnesota. He's from Switzerland. The guy has been 
pretty good for them offensively, which is I felt something the Kings needed to address because we know their defense, it's still got their like they may not have all stars, but they got guys that are going to grind it out. And and that's something, hey, keep it going. But I think getting that offensive power from, I think it's Kevin Flat or something. He's from like the, the Swiss player. He's giving them some offense, and that allows guys like Adrian Kempe to do his thing. And that allows for uh, for Prokotov to, to do, to pretty much knew how to control the middle with. Dorotry still, still in it. Going, being two-way players, even though the Kings are, are second in their division, and they're still out there, and they're not going to go away. And, and then the Kraken looks like they've, they've got their act together after their first year. Right. Yeah. I think a bit, one of the biggest surprises is not <laughs> a lot of people were high on the Kraken come, uh, start of the the season back in October. And here we are come January, and they're doing pretty well for themselves. They're sitting in a nice a playoff spot, which is always helpful. Um, and they're making some noise this year, and I think that that's key. I mean, when you have Philip Grubauer, uh, Jonas Donskoy, and a lot of other players that are on that team that are helping out, I mean, mm-hmm. it it's just the last season and the ability to – um, then move forward and make key signings in that offseason led to really good help. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. And it also helps that look anytime that you count your you're an expansion team, unless if you're the Las Vegas, Las Vegas, you're not gonna have success immediately. It takes it takes time to get that success going and develop the talent there and getting the right players, as you mentioned, to come there and mix in with the young core. So they have they have been surprising, and we'll see how long they can keep this. Right, and, you know, one of the surprising things is kind of the way they've been dealing with Shane Wright. I mean, put him in the – he makes his NHL debut, eventually uh-huh. towards a point with an assist, gets sent back down to the OHL, only be brought up much – a few months later into the season, and now here he is being sent back down to the OHL and possibly traded, and that that's an oddity from that the Kraken organization, and uh, it, it's just crazy to me that that's what's going on. Yeah, I, it is crazy. I don't I don't know what else to say about about them, but yeah, they've they've been doing what they've been doing. So hopefully they can keep this up, and we'll see. We'll see if they can do any damage down the road. Yeah, and I think, you know, speaking of upcoming up and coming teams that might be doing damages, you gotta look at oh what uh gotta remind me or hang on. I had the thought and then I lost it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean that happens. And I think another team we got to keep an eye out right now for is the Devils. I mean, last year, I don't think they remember very well last year, but they didn't. It seems to me they didn't do all that well. And here they are all sitting in a playoff spot come January. And they've been doing really good this year. They've like Seattle, they made some really good pickups and were able to get some things going. And that's that's key for what you need. 
And I think, Alan, some of the bigger, another big surprise is we look at, you know, last year's Stanley Cup winner in the Colorado Avalanche, and they have just been hampered by injuries this season. I mean, you expect some injuries after a major playoff push like what we saw last year, but you don't expect something like what we're seeing in Colorado to to happen after a major championship run. Yeah, but yeah, also look. Level. Yeah, but also it's like it happens. Like it does happen. I wouldn't say they don't have a championship hangover. It's just the injury bug has caught up to them. Cut up to them. Just look, and I know we'll 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 talk about it in a bit. Uh, look at the Warriors in the NBA. Like they won the championship, and right now, like they've had a ton of injuries. Some of the guys are starting to come back. So, but. Like I said, we'll mention them about like it happens. Like when you have championship seasons, injuries is going to happen. And and right now it's unfortunate, but with the Avalanche, and I'm not saying it because you're here and you're a huge fan, and because you're you're my friend and all. But I'm also saying it because of who they have and their identity. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. They'll figure it out. I won't. I won't be surprised if they make a move just to add death or or just to, you know what, just to boost it a bit, just in case injury bugs happen. Hey, they're not missing a beat. So I would say don't panic. There's no panic at all with the Avalanche. That's, that's just who they are. They will get back in the mix. It's just injury bugs, like I mentioned. It does happen when it, after a championship season. But like as – Rudy Tomjanovich, the former head coach of the Houston Rockets, used to say, never underestimate the heart of the champion. So I think that's where, like, they should not be underestimated at all. Right. No, and I think, you know, when you're missing your main leadership in Gabe Landeskog, where, you know, he's a big reason why the Avs did so well, have been doing so well, it's because of his leadership. He's been out the entire season due to injury. And what? Once he comes back, we'll probably see some things change. But speaking of that, Alan, it's, you know, I'm okay if Diaz don't make the playoffs this year. And this is the reason why. So we look at what happened last year with Vegas. And this is another big surprise mm-hmm. is after the season Vegas had last year. I don't think anyone really expected them to be doing so well, as well as they are doing right now. I mean, we look at it, you know, we look at the top four, it's the Kings or sorry, the Knights, the Kings, the Kraken, the Flames, and then the Oilers are the top five there in the Pacific Division. I don't. I think we had the King or the Knights, excuse me, looking on the outside coming in on that, but here they are top of their division after an injury-riddled season they had last year. Yeah. And so top of the division and second in their conference, Las right. Vegas. That's what they're at right now. And so I wouldn't be too surprised with Vegas, <laughs> with, with Colorado as if you know they just can't get up get everyone back in time for a good playoff push. Mm-hmm. If something like that happens, because I think, you know, that just is a byproduct of winning a championship. I mean, it, it's just crazy that, but you also don't expect the injury bug to be as prevalent on a team right after a championship season, like what we're seeing. Yeah, but I totally agree. So, but yeah, the leadership, it's, you got to have that leadership down the road as well because regular season yeah you still want to have it but once it gets down to the nitty-gritty then you're going to need that leadership that's like you got to need 
strong voices, and I think that you mentioned it's just like the Avalanche are missing that right now. So hopefully they can recover and get that soon. Otherwise, yeah, you mentioned it. They probably may not make the playoffs. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. And and also you mentioned Vegas. Look, they're a new coach that they brought in from Boston. They now they have a full season with Jack Eichel there. So and they're rolling. That that's what Vegas does. And you know, you know what I think of Vegas, Braden. And like <laughs> I feel like every time I pick them to win the Stanley Cup or make it to the final, they want to lay an egg. And but I think they're they're for real. Like they got they're still they're hungry, man. That's all I gotta say about them. They are hungry and and really <clears throat> like we have to add them as a contender. Like they're they're no joke at all. Right. No, and I was talking with a, a Knights fan just the other day, and he and I came to a consensus where of this, Alan, and I, I'm wondering what your thoughts on this are is we look at the Kraken right now, right? Uh Terrible first season, but now they're sitting third in the division. Everyone's kind of keeping an eye on them as a team to watch out for, but no one's really expecting a whole lot from them. Mm-hmm. If it weren't for the phenomenal year Vegas Golden Knights had, their first season making it all the way to the Stanley Cup final, only to run into destiny with Ovi's Capitals. And we're going to talk about Ovechkin here in a second. Um I think we wouldn't have this Knights on a pedestal of con- contender, Stanley Cup contender in the league right now. We would have them kind of sitting as a, you know, an outside looking in contender like we see maybe the Oilers right now, unless they add some good defensive depth or, you know, the Flames or the Kings or, you know, looking at some other teams, the Maple Leafs, you know, we, we wouldn't have them in that, that limelight like we do currently if it weren't for that phenomenal first season that they had? Hmm. Well, they did set the standard for an expansion team, but I think the thing was, it, it was just Vegas had the management to be able to pull that off and get the right players. So in that regard, I would just say, I think it's just, can they keep it up? That's all to me it is. Like it's, like it's not like oh, oh are there contenders or not? They'll only be contenders if they're not just playing well, but they're beating their competition and 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 then how they handle adversity. Because a lot of things have to happen for you to be considered a Stanley Cup contender or even win it. And some will say luck, which to be honest, that does play a role. But also a lot of it has to do like situations and and yeah the Kraken so far have proven it that they can do it can you do it consistently can you do it when once we hit April I I think that's the playoffs if I'm correct right in the NHL uh yeah that they'll come up all right in April May June that's when we want to see okay can you handle it and if you can then welcome to the party if you can't, then hey, use this as learning experience and and go up from there. But I think to me, like just because of what Vegas did doesn't mean oh, this expect if there's a new team, they should be like Vegas. No, I think they the team should be themselves, and then f- find that identity and go after it. 
No, nah, and and that's I agree with that, and I think you know Vegas is so, slowly you know coming to that realization. I think the problem with Vegas and Vegas fans, you might agree, you might disagree. Let me know. <laughs> is you know I think the the general consensus I feel is that once the team reached the zenith of the Stanley Cup final, management's been doing anything and everything they can to reach that that zenith again. The problem is it's not that easy in the NHL. You have the teams like the Tampa Bay Lightning. You have teams in your own conference of the Colorado Avalanche until, you know, the Colorado Avalanche no longer are can are contender. And guys, once they're off that injury bug, the league's going to be put on watch out notice because no, no one can really beat the Avalanche when they're playing really good. We saw that last year. Um, it, It's going to take an army for the ass to lose, but the only way and until all that happens, you know, where they're basically one of the few teams that are elite in the, in the league. And I don't think Vegas is there yet. I think they're a step below, but, and because of all these other teams, you have the avalanche, you have the lightning. Um, I would say Boston is a bit above them. And I don't like saying that because I'm not a big fan of Boston teams. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. some uh, personal bias of what happened <laughs> with the uh, 2007 with the. Oh yeah, but also for <laughs> like, but also Boston as well. Like, it's it's a refresher, and that's what they they actually have the best record in the NHL right now. So for them getting a ref, a fresh start, that has helped them, and it's all and it's been good. So, like Boston, as long as long as they always do what they always do, because they always have an identity. They probably needed some tweaking some fixing which wasn't a lot but at the end of the day as long as you have that they're fine and and really this this season like that's been i wouldn't say chaotic but it's been pretty fun so far so it's just going to come down to can you keep it up and 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 really like this is just the beginning like right we're almost heading to the all-star break anything can happen anything Exactly. And I hate to call this a um, a surprise. I mean, we all knew this was going to happen eventually. And so I hate to call this a surprise of any kind. But Alex Ovechkin, guys, we're going to find we're going to talk about him here. And guys, he is now second all time in goal scored. And I think he's pretty, pretty close to second all time in career points. So this not not necessarily a surprise by any measure of the term but he is phenomenal and i depending on how the rest of his season goes he's my pick for mvp this year well that i do get i understand if he does get mvp i'm just checking at the standings right now they're six in their conference right now so they they keep this up i think they're gonna make the playoffs like that to me is always that criteria. Like you gotta be in the playoffs and do something spectacular. And I won't I won't have a problem in that regard. Him getting the MVP. I know you might be like, oh man, how come you say that about Jokic? But that's a whole different story. I know. <laughs> you you're but, you're on the ropes now, Alan. <laughs> hey. Well, well, that will be some other time. But right now, Alex, I he's been playing outstanding and and I don't think he hasn't missed a lot of games if i'm correct no as far as i know he i don't think he spent 
I mean, he's might have been a scratch or two, you know, nursing some in like bruises or something, but I don't think he's been on the IR in any. Oh, okay. Well, that's going to be the key, like health. And and if he does keep this up, then then we're looking at the new leader all time in goal scoring. So health is going to be important for Alex, and I and he's been doing a good job keeping himself healthy with his playing style. And and all we can say is just go for it. Like he he's been nothing but outstanding, and his team has been has been pretty much keeping keeping course, like keeping steady and. And that's all you can ask for for a superstar like Alex to just hey, like do your scoring and we'll we'll keep we'll keep it going for you. Exactly, and here here's the best part I think, and this is why I think even if you know he's not, how do I say this? Even even if he doesn't win the Stanley Cup this year, okay, I think. Despite all of that, he's because of the historic pace he's on to do everything he's doing this season. I think that in and of itself should win him the MVP. I mean, you don't see historic seasons like this very often. And I think that's what's most important is how crazy of a season he's having. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is historic, and probably it will be historic when he breaks it. I think when he breaks it, you want to give it to him, no problem. In that regard, when he breaks it, breaks Wayne Gretzky's record. Right now, he's I second. Agree. What was it? I would agree with that. Yeah, when he breaks it, you want to give it to him, no problem. Okay, I understand. I think the entire NHL world would raise quite a lot of uh, vitriol, shall we say, if he doesn't get the MVP after winning or breaking that. I mean, obviously something crazy would have to happen elsewise in the league. But, I mean, right now he's hitting at 809 goals Mm -hmm. for his entire career and 649 assists, almost 1,500 points. You know the guys, we're we're what he's the greatest goal scorer of our generation, no doubt, and he's at least you know based on, I he's in a wild card position right now. So at unless things get crazy, he's in the playoffs. In fact, Eastern Conference wise, they have the number one wild spot in the wild card. Yeah, yeah, they are with Pittsburgh right behind them. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's right. And so, honestly, Ovechkin getting where he's at right now, that's not necessarily the surprise, but the surprise, I would say, is how much further can he go and does he get that heart trophy? I don't think there's a player that, other than that, that I feel is doing as good currently. Let me mm-hmm. look at some league leaders here. The league leaders. Yep. While the NHL loads. Let's see. Okay, so if we're look going off of points, no surprise there. Connor McDavid is leading the league 
at 79, followed by Leon Dreisaitl at 63, Nikita Kucherov at 59. Um, we have Mika Ratanen at 50, Paige Thompson with Buffalo. After his breakout season last year, is doing really good at 57 points. Um, so, you know, he might not be the number one person in points. Let's look at goals. Ovechkin is fifth on the list and for league leaders. Connor McDavid, you know, what else can you do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, so if we then if we look at Fenceman, who's in the top ten, uh Eric Carlson, uh Darlene, Morrissey, Fox, McCarr, Hamilton, Montour, Hughes, Yossi, and Heiskinen are your top ten for points leaders. Top 10 goalies, Linus Ulmark, Philip Gustafsson, uh, Jake Odegaard, Ilas uh, Samsonov, and Ilya Sorokin are your top five, I think. So, mm -hmm. which is crazy because Andre, Andre Vasilevsky, he's in the top 10, but he's not usually where he is when you consider his Vesna caliber season. So, but Line. Linus Ulmark is just having a crazy season. Yeah, if we look at rookies, uh, I would say Matty Beniers is probably going to be your pick for the Calder Trophy. He's at 34 points overall, 16 goals, and 18 assists. So I think he's your Calder Trophy winner unless the rest of the season plays out differently. Yep. Which is good because Matty Beniers, he or Matt, yeah, he plays on the Kraken. And when you're a new young team like that, you need players like Beniers to take over. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you do. And and so far, killing it. Like he's been doing great for the Kraken. Oh yeah, and I think it's crazy because we look at it. Seattle is having a good season, and it's in large part because of him. And you know, honestly, depending on on how the rest of the season goes, in large part because of Veneer's, you know, season is going to dictate what happens there. Yep, totally agree. And as of right now, so here's your playoff picture. Come January, what day is today? Well, yeah, our your Eastern Conference. Carolina, New Jersey, and the Rangers are in. Uh, Boston, Toronto, and Tampa are in. The wild card, I believe, is just the top two. So it's Washington and Pittsburgh. And then that's your Eastern Conference. Set, or uh, Western Conference, Dallas, Winnipeg, and Minnesota. Vegas, LA, and Seattle. And then Calgary and Edmonton, I believe, are your playoff pitcher right now. Um, obviously, there's still a lot of season left. So by the time, you know, we get to the playoffs, it'll be completely different. Uh, your president's trophy winner as of today on on this day uh, looks like right now it's Boston. And I don't like that for various reasons. Your favorite, Braden. I always say that. Your favorite. But for Boston's having a good year, and, you know, they're being backed with Linus Ullmark from Sweden. And he's doing phenomenal things to help back that keep that goal down scoring down <laughs> that they can make their playoff run. Yeah, absolutely. And I mentioned a fresh start in the coaching. Like that 
that really needed to be done. And I, I don't know the coach's name from Boston. I wish I did. Well, I can research right now. And whoever wins this fast search, we'll, we'll find that out. But, yeah, like, he is bringing that energy to, to that ball club that, to be honest, they really needed it. They really, they really needed a fresh start. And you can't – and I don't blame him for making that move. And, yeah, Jim Montgomery, there you go. So, him coming in, it was perfect. And hopefully – Let's see if they can keep this up. But other than that, they're they're doing what they're what they're they always do in Boston. Yeah, and you know, as we we get close to the end, we're going we got a lot coming out for you in the next few weeks. Um, tomorrow, I'm going to tomorrow I'm going to be re doing some research and start writing this article. I hope to get out if not tomorrow, next Friday, um, from this recording uh, about the formation of the National Hockey League. Um, obviously, that's a big deal for all of us hockey fans. Uh, and so we're going to, I'm going to talk about that. We might do a pot on that. I'll have the article, might do a quick video essay type thing for our YouTube channel. Um, so we'll do, we'll do that. Alan, I'm going to hit the outro song. Let's get into our final thoughts for the next minute and a half. Yeah, pretty much. The NHL is just heating up guys. And as we head into the all-star break, um, if your team is doing great, they're in the playoff picture. Hey, great. Keep it on. Keep that momentum. For those that are not and trying to get in, Hey, there's still, there's still time. Just hang on in there and, and just, just say, make, just keep cheering them on. And really, we're going to have a lot of stuff going on. And, and in the NBA, it's the same deal. All-star break is coming up. So it's just heating up right now. So just like, I, like we mentioned, stay, just relax, enjoy the ride. And, and we're going to bring it each and every, each time we're recording. So, if you have not listened to our other episodes, wherever you have, you listen to your podcast, we are there 24-7 talking and listening every every day, every time of the year, whether in the morning, evening, afternoon, nice weather, or here in the snow, just like in Idaho and other places that snow. We're still there no matter what and ready to go. Yeah, I don't think I could have said it better myself. And guys... Just because right now your team might not be in the playoff picture, there's still a lot of season left. Um, injuries are coming. The All-Star break's on its way, which will be a big help for a lot of these in injury riddled teams like the Avalanche, like, oh, you know, the Blues, for example, they're pretty injury riddled. So like some of these other teams, the All-Star break will be a respite and a help, or it could be a hindrance to those teams that are majorly featured in it. You never know. Um, but yeah, we got about 40 seconds left on this. We're just going to write it out. Tune in next week. Yeah. We're going to talk about this exact same topic, but focused on basketball week after that, expect some MVP debate. Will Jokic get his third or will it go to Luca? Either way, your MVP will be an international star and that's what's key. Yeah. Till next time.